1: Now get 0% APR or up to $1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
3: Hi. You're rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Yes, it's Thursday. Yes, it's August 18th. And there's plenty to get to, including breaking Deshaun Watson news. Grizzly's schedule is out. Um, we'll get our crack at it, John Martin. Everybody else has sort of had their shot and what they think of the Grizzlies. Yes, 82 game schedule that hasn't changed. We'll get our crack at it this first hour certainly. Bron James has resigned with LA. That news is there, and of course there seems to uh, there's an official report out there now on Bronny and Memphis's interest in him. John seems to be coming a little bit more official by the day that Penny Hardaway likes what he sees. Yep. When he looks at Bronny James,
4: I think we kind of called this. I think we kind of uh, identified that uh, Penny was going to get in the mix and uh, and have a totally different, have a completely different perspective on it than we did. Because I mean, we're, we're we're scared, you know. There's no question about it. Uh,
3: so be careful. We're scared. Be careful. What,
4: what was uh, what what was <laughs> that day we asked Bennett, like, what's your rallying cry <laughs> for the playoffs? What do you say? What
3: was his uh? What was his rallying cry? Something like careful, yeah, yeah. careful,
4: <laughs> yeah, something like that.
3: Time <laughs> to remind to play. he approaches every year.
4: Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Be careful, guys. Like yeah.
3: that's funny, man. He, he's a little trepidatious sometimes. He's risk, he's risk
4: averse. Yes, you know the man is not going to take many risks, right? No, uh, but that's not Penny. Penny's the opposite. Penny is a man that uh, sees risk, and uh, you know, gets excited. That's just the truth. You know, and, and look, it's paid off for him in his life. Excited. Who am I to criticize that, you know? I Stop you asking that. me
3: stupid f***ing questions. Man, big game hunting again.
4: I, You know, I appreciate big that. Game. I appreciate that. I appreciate that about uh about Anthony Penny Hardaway. Anyway, so we will get the, uh, into that t- today on the show. Uh, it's busy, folks. It's getting busy yeah, again. That's good. Hope you guys enjoyed your uh your little summer lull because that train is leaving the station. You're going to have to start doing some work, man. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to have to start working for a living again. Hungry for sports, John. <laughs> We're getting close. We got the Bears on TV tonight? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. What have we done to deserve
3: this in a past life? This is like two straight weeks of Bears on television. Got a Memphis tie in that game as well. The all, Chicago Bears. on the Seattle side. That's Kenneth right. Kenneth Walker. That's right. He's not going to play tonight. He will not. But i am tell you what. The outlook, even though he's injured right now, the outlook looks good for him this season. They clearly they, like him. They spent a second-round pick on him. Arlington Hyde, native Kenneth Walker. Yep. Stud. Yep. Going to play a lot for Seattle. Looks like he's hurt right now. We're not going to see him tonight against the lowly Bears. Yeah. I actually am. I've, I have. i have trying um, to move to 2-0. Oh. I've wagered on your Bears. It's a big one. Man, the you, Chicago Bears. All right. We've officially reached the line where you're sick. Yeah, I'm sick. When I, I to, I, He needs to seek counsel Because I have to be honest with him. I told him that if we ever got to a point, like when this all started, where you're like doing WNBA yeah. preseason yes, games, yes, yes. I'm going to tell you. And that you're sick. What's well, interesting? And so now I got to do it because I have to stick to what I said. Our right? company yeah. owns
1: okay. WFAN in New York, and there's a guy named Craig Carton. Let's it's a careful. famous story. He got busted. That's right. For like well, trying that to ain't do... be John. He did ticket Ponzi schemes because he was losing so much money gambling. I don't think that's John. However, Craig started doing like a sideshow on WFAN about the the
3: warning of what gambling can do to your life and to be careful with this stuff. That's so right. just be careful. Absolutely. You man. gonna bet again preseason on my Bears against Seattle tonight?
4: Yes. Not a doubt. When I saw Drew Locke was out with COVID, I hit that thing hard.
3: <laughs> be careful. Yeah.
4: Uh, so we're we're gonna get. This some. This is
3: be careful day. Yeah. No,
4: look, preseason football does suck. There's no
3: two ways around. Oh my gosh. Right. You know, there's no yeah. what can
4: sucks. you rely on? Is Justin Fields gonna play it all tonight?
3: Yeah, I think he's uh, actually only scheduled to play though one or two series, which Got actually it. surprises well, me let's a little bit. He, that let's you're not playing all uh, this one. You know, let's hope he you know
4: makes the most of those series. You
3: know, two scores sounds like you are gonna have a lot of riding on it.
4: I got the Bears plus uh, uh Three and a half and a five and a half. I got him right when the news oh, came out, bro.
3: My lord,
4: you, who you think you sit across? Rock wins
5: right? again. Oh.
4: This is some Bears. That's right.
5: Yeah,
3: we hear the big
4: winner. Well, I, I can't wait to come in here and oh, celebrate a, <laughs> a big Bears win. Yeah, that's gonna be a fun time. Anyway, yeah, we have uh, a lot to get to on the show today. Frank Bonner's gonna join us at eleven twenty five from the Daily come Memphis, course, and he covers Memphis football. We got Memphis football schedules. I
3: don't know if you guys have looked around. Got them posted on the walls around here. What? So it reminds you what season it is around here. That's okay? right. Any y'all forgot? That's right. We got schedules posted on the walls now about what, what season it is around It's Memphis football season. Now it's college football season. He's lately. trying
4: to tear it down. I mean, like, that's... Yeah, I'm
3: just excited here. <laughs> We have an electric fence if you talk about Memphis football. That's, Let's right. go, Sylvie!
4: <laughs> but, but, Jay. Jay. <laughs> this is a big year.
3: I feel like it's big. Maybe we need to do a song this year. That's when the stakes were high. Yeah. Remember last time? We we predicted like AAC title. Well, Remember what's that? A, like, what, is there like a song where it's like? Maybe uh, we can inspire them again when we used to do the song. Yeah, oh, those were the days. Yes, we'll, we'll have to. Like, I mean, it have to be about. I feel some uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, we're gonna change it up. <laughs> Got a new look. You know, we could do one on Seth Henn again. Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, I mean I, this is Silverfield's what third season. It's time to have have his name and a song rhyming with yeah. something. We did, we did. What uh, your thing was Norvell with the sweat sweater vest and all that. Yeah, yeah, th- yeah Those yeah. Those were the days. <laughs> yeah, we, we had, should think about doing that again. Feels like a big year ahead. John. We
4: had the uh, who was who it? We had Big Pat, right? Yes, big yeah. Pat, Big Pat. And then we had one other one, right?
3: Oh, Riley Old Ferguson.
4: Uh, oh, no, we had three. Old Town we did Road.
3: Three. We did three in a row.
4: Old Town Road. And, that
3: and, was the best one, I think. It really marked the rise of Tiger football, really to its greatest heights as well. Those three we, seasons, and then when we
4: stopped doing them, they fell off. They
3: suck, you know. There's a responsibility out ahead of us then.
4: Yeah, so uh, it's anyway. like
3: a big year. It's football
4: season. Maybe we'll do that. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll get in the lab. Watch out, should Leech. Should I? Should I? Uh, should I hit, coming. Should I hit up Trista, Crick for, yeah. for some yeah. lyrics? For, you know, she is a. Oh, is she a poet too. She was almost. She was almost signed by Sony.
3: Oh, boy. Remember Will there be explicit lyrics? <laughs> no, it'll be clean. Can cool. she keep it clean? I think so. Okay. I'll ask her. I'm, me- I'm messing around. Of course she can't. I don't know, John. You were a great songwriter back in your day, but yeah. we can tap back into that. All right. Back into your imagination. I'll sleep on it. Mm-hmm. Uh,
4: so Frank Bonner's going to join us at 1125. Looking forward to that. She's and then few. Ben Golliver is going to hop on at 125. <laughs> He's one of your favorites. No question about that. Oh, man. Ben Goliber, you're a big Ben Goliber guy.
3: I feel like he's a big Grizzlies guy. Like deep down, he loves the Grizzlies, so he's got to love the attention that they're getting as well. Now, we've talked about as many national television games as the Grizzlies got, so with the Grizzlies has come Ben Goliber. We've we've enjoyed his time with us. We want to continue that today. Uh,
4: So we'll get we'll get into uh, uh, there's actually like there's three big things today. Oh, there we go. There's three big things. About a lot actually. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's the Grizzlies Grizzlies schedule. Yep. There is uh, Bronny James. And then there is Deshaun Watson. But let's talk about the Grizzlies first uh, because we have not had a chance to break down the schedule. Uh, they came in at 18 nationally televised games. Uh, we're not talking about NBA TV. We're talking about ABC, ESPN, TNT. Correct. The big boys,
3: right? 18 of them things. Most ever, by far. Ten had been the record. Ten had been the record. So you nearly double it. but And you add on, it, it, we don't count it, but ten more NBA TV games. I mean that's 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 28 games, but it's 18 nationally televised games, smashing the record. And um, look, this is what we said: it's an acknowledgement of of what the NBA thinks of you. And frankly, it thinks you're one of its biggest draws, despite the fact you're a small market team. Job supersedes that. It's clear. I mean, the, 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 that's what this is about: is you have now. A, we knew this already. Uh, you have a superstar that the NBA has said. We want to get eyes on outside of those markets. We want to keep eyes on. We saw it again last year with the with the the highlights and the social media impression job made on on NBA. dot com and everything else. They look at the numbers. They know what's up, and it's a great thing for uh, for the Grizzlies, man. I hate it for my ballet sports guys because right. it's a few less it's a few less games for them, but. Nationally, you love the you love the eyes. I
4: don't think they get paid any less. You know, I don't I don't think they have to take that, a pay cut or anything. So
3: you sure about that? You don't I, get a
4: little extra per game over there. I don't think so, bro. I think those guys probably have a contract
3: per DMS. You might get them per DMS though, bro. Yeah, see there. That's fair. That's a little extra.
4: Yeah. Well, they they wouldn't go right. They wouldn't travel that in those games, would
3: they? They wouldn't. They would just not go. They would stay at the house, right? Like so it, if they were if they weren't nationally televised, they'd be there. Right. Yes. Right. So, 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 so you're saying. you're losing that. You're losing those per diems of the days that you won't be there. However many, I think it's eight games that they'll lose out on, or somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah. There's that. If not, you know, for those that are paid per game. But yeah. But yeah, that's 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 behind the curtain. Right. It is very for much the Grizzlies right. for the franchise. This is this is obviously huge news.
4: Yeah. The first game of the season uh, is on ESPN. The, that game against the Knicks is going to be nationally televised, and you know, that, that's just the start. That's just the first one. Um and that's uh that's here in Memphis uh, October 19th. Um now one piece I guess if you want to you know find something that uh you know you can take umbrage with only four of them are in Memphis. Mhm. Which four, seems like four a of the 18th. That seems like a very disproportionate number. It is. You know. I mean that's like that's less than half of them are in Memphis. It's like okay we you're a draw but like you're only a draw at this place at that place. It it feels a little I, I, heard, I, heard,
3: I heard Harrington speculating on this, and and I would just roll with him at this point. That look, that probably logistics and everything else. You think about your crews, where it's easy to set up. All of that's got to go into some of this. I don't think it's just you're the small market and everybody else you play is bigger than you. So we're going to put you on the road for fourteen of the of the eighteen. It's probably. You know, how tough is it to set up here in Memphis? What's the setup like once you are? For some of these crews in the cities you're up against, I'll be honest with you, you put Memphis there in one spot and the other city in another, most of these crews probably going to play Memphis, and maybe that's some of it too. But, no, it does seem like a little bit of a slight. Again, in a year where you're almost doubling up your national television appearances, remember, they'll be flexed into some too, you feel like. There could be more. Mm-hmm. This, this, this seems like a small thing. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not going to like – you know about the number of times the national TV crews come into Memphis. Yeah, you know it's more than that. It's more right. than, how many times does FedEx form and the atmosphere here get on national television? No, it's it's disproportionate. It certainly is. Hope to see that go up as well, well as you go on. But it's those, probably more logistic than for, anything. Else.
4: For those of us who are uh, you know fighting the good fight against uh, cable, this is amazing news. This is an amazing day. I mean, I, you know, I know I probably will have to bite the bullet and, and order. You know, Valley's having they're they're, they're rolling out a subscription mm-hmm. streaming service. They haven't done it in Memphis yet, but I'm assuming that they will before um, before the season starts. But you know, hey, I mean, for for those of us that have cut the cord, it's fantastic news. On top of obviously the showcase that it's, you know, you're you're getting on TV, people are seeing you, but. You know, some of us are still you know, some some of us are still doing things above board, Jason.
3: Playing on Super Bowl Sunday as well. Playing the Boston Celtics on ABC. That's one of their two ABC games to go with the Christmas game, Golden State. That one's the ABC game. We set it in that seven o'clock slot. So you're gonna be on in prime time ABC in a couple of nice spots there on some yeah. big days, obviously. Also, we talked about the beginning. If we're talking about things on the schedule that we looked at closely, yep. it was how tough is the beginning when you know you're gonna have Jaron Jackson out. We don't know how long. But I I I tell you what. And we, we talked about this with Sane last week. Don't you have to feel pretty good that Jaron wants to get back by Christmas, if not before? Like, by the time you're playing Golden State there, you know, a rivalry game, obviously, that you're wanting to get back. I think it's 30 or 31-ish games before Christmas. Yep. So it gives them some time. Now, we don't need to go through the first 31, but I saw a note in Michael Cole story of the Commercial Appeal. First 19 of the first 19, 10 are going to come against teams that didn't make the playoffs last season. Okay? So that that that's a that's a good thing. It, it's it could be tougher, so I, I know, I'm not going to sit here and call the schedule soft to start the year. But it does sort of lean your way in terms of starting the year without Jaron Jackson. He points out, remember this team started nine and ten last year. So for of the first nineteen this year, for ten to come against teams that didn't make the playoffs last year, that's a that's a good thing, especially when you're not going you know you're not going to have Jaron Jackson at least for that.
4: Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and like, it's the NBA. I mean, we can go through the schedule. We can say, "Oh, well, nah, I, I don't you, need to do that." But it's it's you know, look, it's the NBA, and so like, there are going to be nights where you know, like, you just can like have confusing L's. Like that's just part of an eighty-two game season. I mean, look, I mean, you have the Knicks, you've got the Rockets, you've got the Kings, you've got the Jazz twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you're at Portland, Charlotte, Washington. I mean I would say the first month of the season is definitely manageable. That I, I guess that
3: would a little better than that. Yeah. yeah that that's They're kinda manage. my
4: that's kinda my take like just without mm-hmm. Jaron, you know, if he misses a month into the season, mm-hmm. like you're feeling you know, you feel like you can get through that. Um one cool thing that the NBA is doing, Ben Golliver tweeted about it yesterday, is NBA Rivals Week. And the Grizzlies uh are featured in this, I believe, twice. twice. Once against the Warriors, oh, that was big. Not just once. Once okay. against the Wolves, and mm-hmm. and there was a little bit of blowback uh, from from people that I saw about the Wolves being selected as the rival for the Grizzlies, and I think it's completely fair. I, I think the Wolves are absolutely a rival. of Oh, anybody Grizzles. that watched
3: that series would get it. Yeah, I people mean, that didn't might not.
4: Yeah, I mean right. that was a like the the Timberwolves led for more minutes than the Grizzlies mm-hmm. in, in that series. Yeah. You it's know,
3: something we don't like to acknowledge that they. Oh, I'd like for... to acknowledge it. A larger part of the of the series.
4: I mean, that could have easily gone a different way.
3: Absolutely. You know, if, just if, like you always talk about how Golden State could have gone a different way, so could have Minnesota, and probably more so.
4: That's you're exactly right. We in Minnesota now, like our man Henry Lake up there, and uh, you know, on our Odyssey station in in Minnesota and mm-hmm. Minneapolis, is probably saying the same damn thing about the about the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. You know, like the way we talk about the Warriors. Well, Absolute. if,
3: if, he absolutely is.
4: If we don't if we don't blow the you know the historic lead in game was it four or three? I can't remember. Uh, you know, maybe it's a, and it would have been. Who knows? Um, but I thought that was big. Like again, you're 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 in the one percent right now in terms of feature. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you're in the category with the Lakers. You're in the category with the Warriors. You're in the category with the Celtics. I mean, you're featured twice on Rivalry Week. You know, I mean that that says I don't believe the Mavericks are the Mavericks aren't featured twice on Rivalry Week. They're only in there once. You know, I mean that that tells you what the world thinks about Ja, about the Grizzlies, about where they're headed, you know, so it's a good, it's a good place to be.
3: Well, and rivalries need to be organic, mm-hmm. and I think the NBA recognizes clearly that the, the, those two, both Golden State and Memphis and Memphis, Minnesota, are genuine ones, right? That's, the, that's not just something you're trying to make happen. I think you could, you could sense it from, you know, sort of the tensions that came out of both series, how close, obviously, the Minnesota, hey, hell, Golden State, Memphis there for a while, is close as well, so it it's that to me too is that the NBA recognizing her and realize too that they might see another one very soon. I think you're going to have at least one of your games against them with you and the Pelicans. Once you and, and once Zion proves he can stay on the floor, you'll have that as well, just naturally with Zion and with Ja, number one and number two picks. So so the NBA looking at Memphis and saying, man, there's a couple of different routes here we could go with rivalries because how many are there truly yep. in the NBA? Yep. Guys, we're going to be moving on to a different era here as we're graduating the, the older 30-somethings that have controlled the league for the last few years, the Durants and the LeBron Jameses. And what you're going to need are fresh, new rivalries. And with these, you've already got the NBA acknowledging what you got with the Timberwolves and with Golden State. I think the Pelicans obviously is going to be possibly the next one up. There's going to be a natural rivalry there, just because it's again one and two. Just exactly. as so much so long as Zion does his part and stays healthy. But let's be real, that 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 New Orleans franchise looks like it's headed in a lot better direction than it did what this time last year, where you're That's wondering right. what in the world are they doing down there.
4: That's absolutely right. So look, I got the Grizzlies at 82 and 0. I don't know where you come in. Uh, yeah, not that. I got them at 82 and 0, 41 and 0 here in, in Memphis, and then they'll, they'll be 41 and 0 on the road. That should be good enough for a one seed in the West, uh, home court throughout the playoffs, and then, you know, we, we'll just get ready. We'll just try to, you know, make it happen in the postseason, man. But that's kind of where I'm at with it. I mean, you you want to start in, at, at, at uh, October 19th to sort of work our way down here? No. Okay. We don't need to do that.
3: Okay, you sure? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's, we, we've, we've taken our crack at it, and we've been pretty good here about what G- what matters to us. Giannotto and Jeffrey, had the they had the schedule palooza. Right, yesterday. so it's sort of been, we're bringing you back full circle 24 hours. There's our crack at we're it.
4: We're acting last. We're closing the page, uh, closing the book. So, anyway, uh, yes, the Grizzly schedule is out preseason and and then training camp and all that starts in a month. Uh, it'll, it'll be here for you know it, Jason. Mm-hmm. You'll have to you'll have to uh, you know uh, you know sustain yourself on Bears preseason football until then. But uh, what a great experience that's turned out to be. You know, you come in here where you're you know you try to hide it, but you're excited, very much so until the regular season starts. I think I think by the way the squarest thing in the nfl right now is people uh, betting on the lions to make the playoffs i think that is so stupid i think that is just a complete donation you might as well like go to the salvation army and give them that rather than bet on the lions like, they're not That's making funny. the playoffs they're not they they're not good they're a bad football team mm-hmm. you know like what 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 about them looks like a, a playoff team Jared goff stinks you know they have no defensive identity Right. What are we talking about? Oh, they're on hard knocks. They're gonna make you, the playoffs. We're,
3: we're not talking about the Lions. We're moving on to what LeBron James and the next thing. That's, that's, I, th- I think it's a hot thing right now, John, because they're on hard knocks. And that's why the headlines out there, and that's why a few with a little extra money are being a little silly.
4: I saw some tweet that like 97% of bets on at one book, I don't know which one it was, 97% of the bets on yes or no to make the playoffs was on yes. What are we talking about here? They ain't doing it. The Vikings are going to win the North. That's my hot take. Oof. That's my hot take. I mean, you know I'm fading Rogers this year. Anyway, uh, we'll come back. Frank Bonner's going to join us. Behind you is the Memphis football schedule in 2022. Um, it's the reason for the season.
3: Uh, you know what it says right there in fine print? What does it written say? Written by Jason Smith there. Big year for Silverfield. Well, Not just that. That's obvious. Mm-hmm. Don't go 0-2. Oh,
4: you go 0-2, buddy. That's Don't a, go 0-2. That's calamitous. 0 and
3: 2. That's right. That's my headline.
4: Yeah, that's, that's cataclysmic. Catastrophic, disastrous. Call in FEMA. I mean, we can't afford it's, it's, that.
3: It's it's one of the big keys. Ooh. one of the big keys. Long y'all know my big key about getting that running game back. and, and dynamically. Grand again.
4: opening, grand closing.
3: Ooh, we. You folks will turn the page. You go oh and two, lose that Navy team. Folks expect you to lose Mississippi State. You handled them last year. They owe you. Yeah. and it's on the road. That's it. You go to Navy. That's it. Team picked tenth out of eleven in the AAC. Folks in Memphis are going to want to turn the page to basketball season. That's right. We, we, already, we already love to turn it to basketball season as it is around here. Well, we? you
4: do, yes. You nice do, stuff. and you all you want to do is talk about basketball in August. I think it's ridiculous. You can smell hey, football. Hey, blame
3: the basketball team that dropped it on the day of the damn media day, all right? Well, Folks mad at the media for what? Taking the bait? It was only the best non-conference schedule we've seen around here in years. It's five SEC All right, then. Yeah, you got to manage that. Don't be mad at the messenger. I, I mean, who dropped it? I mean, look, I, I would have managed that better. I mean, it's that's, those, your, that's your responsibility. Is as as that ain't a on the media school. that we talked about one no over the question. other thing? It's a responsibility. To put Thank you. one out on one day, one the next. Yeah, it's true. That's an in-house thing. Yeah, I would have just done yes, it. That was the next day. Yeah. Coordinate your messages, folks. It's right, silliness that we got flack for for what we're talking about. They dropped the best non-conference they've had. Which one do you think we're going to talk and about? By the way, we just had with all due, just had Silverfield on. They dropped the popular program on its head there too. I mean, just being honest. I mean the the hoops schedule is a big deal here. It, it, you know, it reminds me, and not we got to get to Frank Bonner, but it's not much different than what Cal did with Stoops. Right. Where hey. you're sort of working against each other for what? Yep. Right? You slight for what? It's less inflammatory, right? But it's still like same same you're still, you should be on the same page. You're still big boy remember that? We've said it back to the Tom Bowen and and, and Josh days yep. about the schedule and everything. You gotta be on the same damn page. So yep. Thought that was ridiculous, especially uh, that we got
4: flagged forward. Well, we'll come back. Frank Bonner's going to join us. We'll talk to him. Maybe we can, you know, get into all of that with him, all that and more Memphis football talk when we come back. Jason and John, how do you turn trying- Selling a little
6: or a lot? <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business.
4: FM, ESPN. Frank Miner covers the Memphis football team for the Daily Memphian. That season is uh it's, it's right here. Yes it is gonna be here before you know it. He joins us now. Frank, what up, man? What's
7: up? How y'all doing? How are the vibes,
4: Hello, man? How are the vibes around Memphis football right now?
7: Uh I mean, typical typical vibes of, of, of you know, fall camp, a lot of you know, coach speak and you know, all of that. Um you know, I uh, they sound to be excited about the, the offense, the depth at the receiver. Everybody's talking about losing Calvin Austin and Sean Dykes, right. but it sounds like they really like what they have and the depth at receiver. Everybody's talking about it's going to be more by committee versus what you saw last year of, you know, those two guys, you know, taking the reins. Um, they're real excited about the, the depth at running back. They haven't made a decision of who their top guy is going to be, although I would, I would say it's mostly I think is gonna be Brandon Thomas. Um, but they they seem to feel good about their depth,
3: especially on offense.
4: Wow, that's interesting. So, you know, my partner here's been uh he's been gassing up Jay Ducker all all off season long. <laughs> so it might not even be him, huh?
3: What I've said is they need Whoa. two thousand yard rushers, John. Get it get it accurate. Go right ahead, Frank. Thanks, man.
4: Yeah, I was gonna
7: say it's it's he's I mean, you don't you don't go get the Mac freshman of the year, uh you know last year's max freshman of the year not not to play him, and so it's not that I don't think he's gonna get his touches right um, but we gotta remember that I mean Brandon Thomas was like that guy to start the year last year, yep. I know he had a couple of fun he got hurt, but I just don't think that Jay Ducker coming in after missing you know most of the spring ball right. is gonna come in week one and be the guy when you have a Brandon Thomas who's been in the program for you know a couple of years now, and really had a strong season before he got
3: hurt. Should we expect yards, you know, Seth Hennigan, you know, in terms of his throwing yards, should we really expect it to go up up uh, in a year where they need to get the run game back going in a year like you mentioned where you don't have calvin Austin, you got guys that have to prove themselves uh, would they be asking too much of him if you're telling them to go out there and throw for thirty seven hundred yards, four thousand yards? It just feels like they need to get back to asking less of their quarterback yeah,
7: I think it needs to be more of a balance, but if it, in the best case scenario. I do think his yards would go up because if your run game is working, that opens things up more for the passing game. So I think there's a little bit of give and take. And so I don't think you need to put everything on his shoulders. I think if you leave with your running game first, that will open things up for his, you know, the the passing to take care of itself.
4: Yeah. You know, it's a, uh, it's an interesting season, um, you know, just in terms of, you know, momentum and, you know, what, what, uh, you know what i think people want to see right what in terms of uh you know can this be the class of the of the non power 5 when you look at the schedule i mean does does 8 wins feel viable to you does it sound does it look doable to you what do you just make of of you know how it all sets up for the tigers this year from, from a win loss standpoint
7: yeah when people ask me i think um the 8 win mark is is usually what i say right i do think that there is a journey for, for eight wins on this schedule. I mean, if you ask me which um, in terms of losses, which ones I think will be tough, obviously Mississippi State, uh, you've got Houston, you got UCF, you got SMU, right? And so if you count those as losses, those are four losses, which gives you an eight and four record. Even if they drop an additional one, and they win seven games plus one a bowl game, that's their eight wins. Um, and I, I would argue that you want eight wins before the bowl game, and I think there's, there's, a, there's a route for that um, if they take care of the games they're supposed to take care of, and we'll see how that stuff plays out. But I do think eight wins is an achievable mark
3: for them. Do you think Cormonte Hamilton is going to be – I know that Ryan Silverfield has spoken very highly of him. Uh, the former Whitehaven tight end who switched over comes with Matt Barnes back from Ohio State – do you think he's a guy who can be an impact guy on that defensive side for them or or is some of that been coach speak you think? No,
7: uh I do think that he will be uh in the lineup. I do think that he, you know, he'll he'll be in that mix. I don't I don't think that all of that is coach speak. I do think that they see some good things in, in, in Cormonte, and he's going to have his shot. He's going to have his opportunities to get on the field and, and show what he can, you know, he can do. And if if he can do what they're saying he can do, then we'll see him more. But I do think he'll have a shot to prove himself in games.
4: We're talking to Frank Bonner, covers the Memphis football program for the Daily Memphian. Uh, how does the, you know, this is sort of a behind the curtain question, but I am curious: like how does the uh, how does the access at Memphis compare to where you came from, Oklahoma State?
7: So i get, i get this question a lot um and the access is is better here uh and oh, you know wow. this is how i this is how i explain it right so um programs have their their set availabilities right those are what they are right and so the the, the question is when i ask for more do i get it when i ask for an additional one on one with the player when i ask for a sit down with the coach when i ask for that stuff at memphis I expect for it to be a yes, and more times than not, it's a yes. When I was at Oklahoma State, I expected for it to be a no, and more times than not, it was a no. And so, the access here, in Memphis, is better for me than it was when I was at Oklahoma State.
3: When you when you're around Silverfield, it, it, do you get the sense that he is feeling? You know, I, I know he'll say. What he's supposed to, which this needs to be a big year for us. But you, when you look at the landscape of college football and how much, yes, you can say, you, you know, you like the conference you're in, but clearly Memphis is looking to get out of it and get pulled up. Do you sense at all that he's feeling a pressure, maybe an added pressure based on again the perception you're trying to put out, you know, what you've done, particularly in 2019, trying to get back. Any sense that he's feeling that at all, for it?
7: Uh, you know, and, and, you know, we, we go back to the co-speak, obviously the co-speak is going to, you know, he gives you the the every, every year is a big year, yep. um, you know, speech, but I do think there is this, this is different, I you know, every year is a big year, yada, yada, but this year is different. I mean, if you hear, um, Veach, the AD talk about it, you know, he, he kind of came out and said that he said, you know, there's no shying away from it. This year is the big year. If you look at everything that's going on. And so there's no way, to not feel that, whether it's it's being said publicly or not, there has to be a, a heightened level of senses this year as opposed to some other years with everything going on. I mean, there's no way that it can't be, right?
3: Mm-hmm. If you were taking a pick of defensive MVP of this team, if it's over, uh, when it's all said and done, who would you pick? I'm
7: going to go with the vet, Quindell Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you, you you look at the preseason. He's the one who's been on most of the preseason um, watch list. Yep. Uh, you look at what he's done, his track record. I mean, he's he's one of the anchors of that defense, and so I, I, I'd go with Quindell. <coughs>
4: yeah. We're talking to Frank Bonner, covers the Memphis football program for the Daily Memphian. We haven't had a chance to, to talk to you since then, but, you know, I, I am interested just – you know, because you're talking to people, you know, on the football side. Um, what was the, the 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 sentiment, was there one, about the basketball schedule being released on the same day that, it was media day, is that what it was? Yeah, the, 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 being released on the same day that Memphis football was having its media day. Was there, was there any feeling about that at all? Like, what did you hear from people you talked to?
7: Uh, I mean, there wasn't any pub like, you know nobody really said too much about it um and so i you know who who knows what it really is I, I do me personally i think it was kind of odd um i think from the football standpoint they you know it's it comes from the control what we can control type of deal um but I did think it was it it me personally i thought it was kind of odd uh because why not do it a day before or a day later?
4: Yeah, because it's it's it, you know it, it's a it's a program that just as we know it already sort of struggles with uh, you know the, the the publicity piece of it you know and then you know to have the basketball schedule the same day like that's just going to exacerbate uh, exacerbate that issue. Hey Frank, man, great stuff. We appreciate, appreciate the time you, as always.
7: Hey, appreciate y'all having me on. Y'all keep doing good work. Yes, sir.
4: Thanks, Frank. He is Frank Bonner covers Memphis football for the Daily. Memphis. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited, man. I mean, I, I look. You, you sort of break down that schedule. We we got the uh, the nice poster here. Um, I, I think you're right. I mean, obviously, I I'm chalking up week one as an L because if it's not, that's the end for Mike Leach. Goodbye. That's it. Memphis would put the nail in his coffin. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think he's going to let that happen. But then you have Navy, and then it's Arkansas State and then it's North Texas, and then it's Temple. Uh, I mean, if we're being real, right, that should be 4-0. Like, you, North Texas is here, right? Arkansas State is here. I think Temple is here. You know?
3: I, I, I mean, you, you, you got to go 4-0 in, the, in that stretch. So you're saying you'd be 4-1 going into Houston? Yeah. With Houston here? I mean, I don't think that's crazy. You think that's
4: crazy? Four and oh is like, come on, man. I mean, those teams are not on your level. <laughs> well,
3: and three of the four are at home.
4: That's what I'm saying. Like, three and one is not going to be. No,
3: I don't. I don't think that's asking too much.
4: No, I mean, it. It feels. It sounds like it could be because you're like, oh, four and oh, we're just supposed to go undefeated. Well, I mean, against that group of teams, yes. If you're not going undefeated against Arkansas State and North Texas, what are we doing here? You know, I mean, North um, Texas. I
3: couldn't be more with you.
4: If North Texas, I mean, they're going to be an
3: appear a soon. They ain't appear yet. Uh, again, you you try to pit the two. I, I think you need Brandon. You need Brandon Thomas and Jay Ducker both. Back to my point made earlier this week when you were at your best, you had two running backs. Ryan Silverfield has said all preseason he wants two to separate themselves. I'm not as as worried as much about who's gonna be the starter taking that first snap as I am, is it these two? And can they get you back to sort of what Daryl Henderson, Patrick Taylor Jr. did for you? Gain well Gibson to an extent once Gibson became the guy Patrick Taylor's hurt. You know, when you had two guys, yep. I think that forget one, they had one with, with, with Gainwell for the most part, because you didn't have the 2000 yard rushers. Gibson was only about 360 that year, but it's better if you got two guys that can be pushing a thousand like Daryl Henderson and Patrick Taylor Jr. Did back in 18. Absolutely. That's what they need to get back to.
4: Absolutely. All right. We'll come back. Sean Watson has settled.
1: Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places. But well, working on the go. Seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com
6: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medalla is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
2: As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co.
4: Jason, do you want all of the smoke in life? No. None of the smoke do you want?
3: Not a smoke guy anymore. Do the, do Back the. when I was smoking in Black and Miles, I'd take a little you, smoke.
4: You uh, bro had all the smoke. In that's his right. lungs. That's right. This is not a. This is not a live. I'm going into. By the way, I'm just asking, generally, you know, like I just say, I, like, do you want to smoke? I think sometimes I want. I want to smoke, not all the time, you know, mm-hmm. but sometimes I want to smoke. I mean, that's life,
3: you know. I got off the smoke. You
4: got off the smoke.
3: Um, Pete, yeah, three years ago in September.
4: Well, uh, the NFL gave Deshaun Watson lots of smoke today, mm. as they did settle. They settled on a suspension. Uh, they. They they settled on a uh, a suspension, uh, for Deshaun Watson uh, today. Eleven games is the number. Uh, Deshaun Watson is going to be out until I think, and I think I want to say week twelve is a buy for them. So he, the first you would see uh, Deshaun Watson would be week thirteen mm-hmm. of the NFL season. Now, um, first of all, in the grand scheme of things, that's really nothing. I mean, Eleven games, like there was like we were talking about this like you know last week, like oh he's going to miss the whole year and um maybe more so 11 games in the grand scheme is just not that much and you know i'm i'm kind of a, a part of me is surprised a little bit a part of me is surprised that the nfl was willing to settle but i guess that was probably directly because they didn't want to go to court over it you know cuz there was a, like the nflpa would probably have sued right
3: there was a possibility of that and holding it up so maybe you just don't. I think wanna... in the end the NFL is going to end up winning, just like it did in Deflategate. But you do hold it up. You know, you could threaten to hold it up. But again, do you want to do that to Deshaun Watson right at this point? What Deshaun Watson wants after sitting out all of last year is just to get on the field. Remember beforehand when they were doing settlement talks, they wanted six to eight. That's what they drew to the line. And so you better believe right now, after yes, word gets out, Goodell wants him gone for a season. That the Deshaun side's happy with eleven. And you just wonder, too, on the Goodell side, if the public apology, and I put quotes around it again because it was done in-house by the Browns, but the public apology that Deshaun did that was much too late, but the show of remorse. Remember, this is something that Sue Robinson said he was lacking on, hadn't shown any remorse. You wonder if, if doing that had any impact here, it certainly looks like it might have, right? That that, that was something Goodell wanted yep. was a public show of remorse. Here, then I'll be willing to get off of a full season. There you are, eleven games. So, so he's going to get on the field, which is what he wants. Goodell looks like he was tough, yep. right after an initial six-game suspension.
4: Yeah. So uh, the question really is, where
3: are the Browns going to beat when Deshaun Watson gets back on the fourth against Houston? Right. That bye week is the, is week nine for them. Okay. But but that you're right about when he'll first be back on the field looks like December fourth. Yeah, because that doesn't does that not that that does not count. Right, it's eleven
4: games, not eleven weeks. So, uh, the mm-hmm. the buy the buy is not going right. to count against uh, uh, you know that suspension. So, they have the Panthers week one, uh, which uh, it's on the road, but that is certainly a game you should feel good about winning. I mean, I know it's hard to win in the NFL on the road, but the Panthers with Baker Mayfield are probably not going to be all that good. Um, then you have the Jets with no Zach Wilson. You know, I mean, he's certainly going to probably miss some time. Um, so he's only two to four weeks, so we'll see.
3: It could be close. He could yeah, be playing. By
4: maybe. It. Yeah, you're right. You're fair enough, but still, it's at home. You got to be. No, I expect them to win that game. Got to
3: beat the Jets. The, the roster is better. Then you, the ho- ones, you host
4: the, the Steelers. Jump. I know the Steelers are are always going to be solid, but at home, you know that's a coin toss game. And when you're at home, you're supposed to win those games. Not saying that they will, but I mean, you could start three and one, or excuse me, three and zero, and then you have the Falcons who are awful, who are going to be among the worst teams in the NFL.
3: It's a good possibility to go. Uh, uh, there's a there's a possibility to go four and zero. I would think three and one. That's probably right. Is probably I mean, more likely. Just be just conservative. Because it's the NFL. Yes. But it gets
4: very tough, very quick yes. for them because then you go Chargers, Pats, Ravens in the next three. Then you have the Bengals. Um, then you're at Dolphins. So they could start three and one, and they could lose like, you know, every game the rest of the way, like until he gets back. Because then you have the Bills. Then you have the uh, Bucks. I mean, that, that's brutal. That's a brutal schedule. I mean the best case scenario is what 6 and 5, absolute best case scenario. Yeah,
3: yeah. if they're 6 and 5 or 5 and 6 by the time Deshaun gets back for Houston on December 4th, you probably they're probably feeling pretty good. All the all, all, my, my guess is you, you look at that schedule and you say you just hope to tread water until he's back you can't sit there and 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 bank on jacoby Brissett, Yep. you know to to have you at the uh, on top of the division by the time you know deshaun's ready to go in december so again if you can stay around 500 you know by the time you get him back he keeps you in the mix for 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 a playoff spot going to be tough just because again we know a lot of it feels like the wild cards are going to come out of the afc west uh there's an opportunity there's obviously it feels still like there's going to be multiple ones to come out of the north is your record going to be good enough to, to beat those guys out? But they'll they'll be in the mix. He comes back week eleven. He's got he's got six games, and if they're around five hundred, uh, you expect him to be rusty early, like we saw in that preseason game. But I don't. You know, Deshaun Watson was a top five quarterback when he went out, um, when he stopped playing football. And so yep. there's a possibility he could he'll have him in the mix for the playoffs, possibly with this eleven game suspension.
4: Yeah, no, I think they'll be relevant.
3: They tread water while yep. he's gone. They will. And I think that's a possibility they do that.
4: Uh, uh Jimmy Haslam said, I think in this country people deserve second chances. Uh, mm-hmm. Is he never supposed to play again? Is he no longer supposed to be part of society? That's what we're going to do. We gave Kareem Hunt a second chance, and that worked out pretty well. I mean, yeah.
3: I guess that's you know, the other thing that Goodell was big on that wasn't uh, in Sue Robinson's judgment was the fine. So, so that you know, and I, I realize five million dollars to Deshaun Watson, who's got a guaranteed two thirty coming his way, dropping the bucket, but that was not there, and it was something Goodell again had wanted in that punishment. So you put the what it's five million dollars, I believe, with the eleven games. Again, he looks like okay. I was I was strong in an instance where I needed to be. So he gets his his quote unquote PR win in a way. And, again, Cleveland gets their guy back on the field this season. So for, for both sides, you, you figure, like, it, it, it makes sense at this point. Look, I mean, I, you, just, have, you know, the whole question about whether he should be out for another season, that's, that's neither here nor there now. Right. Whether he deserves to play at all, right, right. That's, that's over. You realize the NFL was going to move on. In this case, it's satisfied.
4: Yep. Um, you know, look, you, you you have to separate sort of what happened. And you know to you know to to really credibly discuss the football side like you just have to, um, but you know Deshaun Watson the last time we saw him and I make this point often but I I think it's worth reminding, he was historically like one, he put up one of the best seasons that we've ever seen, right. I mean he was he well, was, you know it's it's Houston so it's like he didn't get a lot of coverage, but Deshaun Watson like is an amazing quarterback. You know, and we forget that because we haven't seen him in two years. Well, now he's got
3: Amari Cooper. Once he gets back out there, yep. like you know, before they took you know, Andre Hopkins away from him, you know, he had a pretty good weapon down there, put up some big time numbers. He was still doing that, uh, even with the guys that he had. But this Cleveland roster is a good one, and you give him that, shake, take the minus the rust. Yep. Yeah, Cleveland's going to have a situation, and it needs to again in a division that's still going to be darn good. Again, it looks like Pittsburgh's going to be the weak link, and their quarterbacks have played well this preseason. There's no promise Mike Tomlin ain't going to be right back in the mix for 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 a playoff spot or a record over 500. Again, if they get solid play from Trubisky, and it looks like a, uh, it looks like maybe Brian Dable fixed him when he got to Buffalo. Maybe fixed Trubisky. I think I, th- I think there's a good chance that he is solid enough to, again, have them in the mix for a playoff spot. Yeah. Mike Tom, a good coach. they ain't no, just you're about, right. Pittsburgh's not just about to fall off here. No, I, and it, I love Najee Harris.
4: It's too, it's too late to uh, – it's too late – you know, for me to say this and act, you know, try to be like I'm first, but I think Miss Trubisky
3: is actually going to have a solid season. The crazy part is, is that Roethlisberger was so limited last year in the way he could throw the ball, he just a five yard route. He was awful. Their, their offense is going to be a little bit more opened up hey, now. You don't want to give Trubisky too much yep. in terms of hey, go go take it over. That's not when he's at his best. Yep. But there's a possibility they're more dynamic in a bunch of areas offensively just because now you got a guy that can actually get the ball down the field.
4: You're exactly right. You're exactly right. By the way, I have a uh, Najee Harris. Uh I
3: love Najee. You got an NFT of him? Oh, baby. Yeah, his rookie debut. Did you see what he said Nick Saban said about him?
4: You mentioned this yesterday off the air, but I think it was
3: an interesting— It it was more than just a pushing. Maybe we'll get into it in the rundown or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. More than just pushing, uh, at least according to Najee. By the
4: the way, also, uh, David Njoku.
3: Oh, yes. Another weapon there for Cleveland.
4: I like David Njoku. I think he's actually like—he just needs, you you know, consistent quarterback play. I think he's a. Don't guy. we
3: love their run game? Now, I don't. I don't know the status of Kareem right now. Didn't he just demand a trade or something? No, they told but him, don't get they, that back in line, right? No, they, they, they him already to sit did. Down. Tell him to sit down, somewhere.
4: Bro walked in there, said, "I want to trade." They said, "No." He said, "Okay, thanks," and left.
3: But that's not the way you. That do is. it. That is. I said, "That's not the way you do it." Oh right, Kareem huh? you got to have some stick to itiveness. I know. Now. Yeah, you got to like, be willing to, 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 to sit out or something if you're going to put that trade request out there, bro. Bro literally went now in you there and just say, "Okay, Tuesday sorry, morning, I
4: asked, I want to trade, no." Bro suited up in uh, pads like that afternoon, like what?
3: I love their run game with I, him and Chubb. Chubb is just he doesn't get enough love.
4: No, Chubb doesn't. Chub and is it's
3: going to keep the tread on his tires. The fact that he's been right. playing with Kareem here. No, Kareem needs years.
4: to. Kareem needs to know how good he's got it too. Yes, you know, like you. You have Chubb. I mean, Kareem is a number one running back, so I get him. I get where he's coming from, and that's where he's at. He's like, I, I'm. I'm not being paid like a number one. And I am a number one.
3: You might have a longer career because of it, though.
4: But he was a beast And, and continued to earn. You know? Dude was a monster. Oh, he was. But that's the thing about NFL running backs. Like, you don't get that money back. You know, you can't make – Le'Veon never made it up, right? I mean, he, had, he eventually did get a, a contract, but he never made up the money that he lost by sitting out.
3: You but know? again, if you can keep, you can keep the – add to the longevity, though, and add some years to your career, again, in a, in a two-man backfield – you can earn a little longer. Not going to earn as much, to your point, but you can earn a little longer. In this sense, maybe that's that's the best he can do at this point.
4: Yeah. Um, so, anyway, that's the news on uh, Deshaun Watson. It'll be uh, week 13 before he makes his season debut, but uh, not a season, not a, uh, not a full season, so I'm sure his camp is uh... – uh, they also got to be feeling pretty stupid, too, by the way, that they didn't take the eight. Wasn't that the initial offer? No, it was 12. Mm-hmm. It was 12. Okay. So, I actually, ended
3: up getting a better deal somehow. I'm not sure how that. I'm happened. I'm telling you, it's because they put the po- apology out there to us. It looked, I said, it's hollow. You yeah. know, it's in house, but that's what they wanted. There was no public show of remorse. You put that in there, then they can show you a little grace. But before that, they couldn't because even Sue Robinson said he hadn't shown any. Yeah. Well, when you you've settled with these women now, it's a, you've got to come forward. I realize you don't say anything beforehand because you've got open cases. Well, now they're closed. And so you had to come out and show that remorse.
4: Yeah. Uh, Trey is har- harassing me on Twitter. Uh, we're, we're, you know, not, we're still a month out from Titans Raiders, and he is harassing me to bet the game. Titans appear to have opened as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah. Give me those. Give me those points. I can't You and Bennett
3: going to have to have a nice little bet going, a little in-house.
4: Bennett did not honor a bet. Remember, I, I bet him one time to wear a Derek Carr jersey, and he refused to do it. He said, I'll only wear a hoodie. Remember mm, that? Yeah. So he changed the terms of the bet after he lost. Now, that's no good. That's no bueno.